All right, thank you, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Here's our toll-free number. It is 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. Uh, we've got a lot on the border, not just the the vote that didn't make it yesterday. However, they're going to come back with the right number of people, hopefully. And when Steve Scalise is feeling better, uh, Mayorkas will get impeached. Uh, they certainly can recommit that bill, and I think they will. Uh, I'm not as broken up about it as others. Ken Buck did not surprise me. Tom McClintock did surprise me. Um, but it was right there, 215-215. Uh, you add, well, there's two opportunities. You have Steve Scalise. He'll be back hopefully sooner than later. I know he's been going through cancer treatment. We wish him well. Um, we have Mazzy Pullup is now doing very well in this District 3. I've seen some recent polling, uh, which voting is going on in New York. That's my old district in New York, and that's the George Santos seat. I know, Linda, my, my congressman. How lucky was I? I, I told these New York Republicans, you're making a mistake. Let the guy get convicted before you get rid of him, uh, considering the tight majority you have and just out of fundamental fairness. But they, they just didn't care. Anyway, uh, they do have a phenomenal Republican candidate. Uh, Mazzy Pullup is is really doing well against, you know, a lifelong politician, Tom Swazi, who says he supports 100 percent of the Biden agenda. But doesn't want Joe Biden anywhere near him because Joe Biden's in New York today. He's doing three big fundraisers. Joe could easily pop on out to his district, take a little helicopter ride and, you know, and and drop down and do a fundraiser for him. But uh, apparently that's not wanted. Anyway, that would be another seat for Republicans. If you find yourself in New York District three, early voting is going on now. The in-person voting is next Tuesday and, and we'll see what happens. Uh, it's not an easy seat for a Republican to win. Republicans want this seat. You better show up in big numbers because uh, otherwise it'll go Democrat. Um, we have a a two, 2021 memorandum from Mayorkas. We'll get into this later in the program that literally lays out in writing all of Mayorkas's plans for all of the disaster that is open borders. I mean, the, the whole plan is there. It's like a, a Mayorkas manifesto. And and it's a Biden manifesto on top of it. Uh, so we'll get that today. Uh, we have some news on the election front. The rising danger of democratic lawfare. Really well written piece by I think this was written by Alex uh, Berenson uh, and democratic lawfare. And, and basically how these cases against uh, Donald Trump, th this may be a new. This may be the new tactic to keep. Republicans on their heels and, you know, weaponizing the justice system. There's all different ways you can describe this and characterize this. Uh, we'll get to all that. Um, you know, last week when these financial numbers came out and, oh, unexpected job growth. Look at this, 353,000 jobs created. You know, I, I guess I was one of the few to stand back and pause because there were even some conservative commentators and, and even some respected conservative economists saying, well, I was wrong about the, the Biden economy. No, you weren't wrong about the Biden economy. And nobody seems to be paying attention to every time these numbers come out that they get, you know, revised downwardly almost every single time. Number one. Number two, they didn't look deep enough into where these numbers were coming from and where the jobs were coming from, because if they had, if they'd taken the time, they would realize Oh, almost all of these jobs are government jobs or part-time jobs.
They weren't jobs that are, are helping the American people. You know, the New York Fed is reporting household debt increased by a whopping $212 billion in the fourth quarter of last year. Credit card and auto loan delinquencies now are still rising above pre-pandemic le- levels. Young borrowers and, and low-income households are being hit the hardest. New York Fed is saying it indicates an increased financial stress. The report also found that credit card debt, which many Americans, we've been pointing this out probably more than anybody, that 62% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. So these statistics and these stock market you know, records that everybody's praising, they never have been my number one indicator. Yep, even in the Trump years, if we reported it, I mean, it's not a bad thing if you have money in the stock market, but you're basically last year made up for all the losses you had the year prior. So it's not that great a record. But anyway, credit card debt now is up $50 billion in the last quarter of last year, now to a record $1.13 trillion, I mean, in credit card debt. Now, that's insane. And a lot of people, what people are not understanding here is that most people are struggling to make ends meet. Many of those people that are struggling, they find themselves putting bare necessities on their high interest credit cards. That's why I've been telling you, you might want to consider if you own a home and have equity in your home, maybe consolidating all the debt and see how much our friends at AmericanFinancing.net can save you. But anyway, and I'm only saying that because it would work. I mean, credit card interest rates, I've seen it as high as 30%. But anyway, the White House, you know, is touting the economic strength and Bidenomics and leave no one behind. Leave no one behind. They've left, you know, 62% of the country behind. And you can talk about job gains all you want. The past year, they have been part-time positions. Even Janet Yellen is telling lawmakers it's a top priority for the administration to use the tools they have to reduce the burdens on hardworking households. Well, we now have another article out today in the AP, and it talks about a record number of of Americans. They can't afford their rent. These are the people that I have been saying, they're not feeling the Bidenomics message because it's not trickling down, to use their favorite term on the left, to them. Now, under Donald Trump, real dollars that people had to spend went up significantly by about 11,000. Under Biden, it's it's down considerably. And it's been down for a long time, and prices are not coming down in the meantime anyway. Anyway, so they tell this story in this AP article about a single mom, Caitlin Colbert is her name, or Colbert, depending on how you pronounce it, watched as the rent for her two-bedroom apartment double and then triple and quadruple in a decade in Denver. Starting out at seven hundred and fifty bucks, now three thousand three hundred and seventy-four bucks, and it's every month they point out is like millions of Americans when people pay their rent, you know, and they they pay for their kids, you know, school supplies, and they buy their groceries. They have nothing left if they can even get to that point. And anyway, in this particular case, this woman Colbert, a social worker who helps people stay financially afloat, ironically would often arrive home to notices giving her 30 days to pay her rent or she'd face eviction. And every month you just got a budget and then you still fall, fall short, she says. This month at least we had $13 left. Well, well, how do you live like that? You can't survive. And, you know, the latest data from the Harvard Joint Center for Housing Studies released in January found a record high 22.4 million renter households Half the renters nationwide were spending more than 30% of their income on rent in 2022. The number of affordable units 
with rents under $600, also dropped to $7.2 million that year. That's $2.1 million fewer than a decade earlier. I mean, it's, it's the economy we're now living in. You know, if the Biden economy was doing as well as they now claim, how come credit card del- delinquencies are now at a record high? Why have they gone up more than 50% last year alone as total consumer debt, you know, swelled to a, a record $17.5 trillion, according to the New York Fed? And credit card debt jumped 14.5%. Well, you think people are buying luxury items? No, that's the problem. They're buying bare necessities. Auto debt climbing $1.61 trillion. That's up $12 billion on a quarterly basis. And since the central bank began raising interest rates, the, the typical rate on a credit card goes from anywhere from 15% to 21.5%, in some cases higher. So now we have a record $1.13 trillion in debt and credit card debt that moved into serious delinquency. And, and we're headed for serious economic times. I mean, this this is not going to bode well. But you might be happy to know that Janet Yellen did not deny that they've been targeting bank transactions and legal transactions. Uh, like, for example, when the House Judiciary Committee put in a letter to federal investigators that they had instructed banks to search through private customer transactions for term li- terms like MAGA and Trump as part of their investigation into January 6th, maybe they, maybe they want to go down to the border and secure the border first, considering, you know, all these people are coming from, you know, countries that are our top geopolitical foes. Car insurance rates now up 26% across the U.S. this year alone. Biden administration, uh, you know, wh- what are they doing to make this better? Now, if you listen to the mainstream media mob, like the New York Times had an article the economy looks sunny and a potential gain for Biden. Well, the only problem is, is they're not telling people the truth and they're playing with Bureau of Labor Statistics numbers. Well, Friday showed a 353,000 uh, job gain, confirming the argument that jobs have overwhelmingly been created by government and government dominated funded the healthcare sector. But then e, uh, our friend EJ Antoni points out, even after adjusting for seasonal changes, which are huge in January, the economy still lost full-time jobs and only gained part-time jobs. And a lot of these part-time jobs are people taking on extra work so they can make ends meet. It's not good. Real estate crisis now we have, even the New York Times acknowledging this part, is looming over banks. And a lot of the reason is, is you have all of this empty office space and all of these loans coming due. And if you look at where the banks are, they're so heavily leveraged uh, lending money to, you know, these big projects. These banks now are, are facing a real new threat as real estate collapse, especially in the commercial real estate sector, uh, is collapsing greatly. Mid-sized banks, they hold 70 to 80 percent of all new commercial real estate loans. Morgan Stanley's predicting the sector will have they're going to have to refinance more than half their mortgages. In the next two years, however, economists, financial advisors, you know, they think they can remain resilient. But, you know, a lot of big banks fail also. Do they Are they too big to fail? I guess we'll find out and see. Uh, Joe Biden, as I pointed out, did not have a good day the last two days with his cognitive ability. You know, this has now gone pretty viral. We played it first on this show yesterday, but here's him, well, trying to speak anyway, making an attempt in the immediate aftermath, the Coast Guard and Navy supported maritime searches and rescue operations. 
The Army helicopters uh, help fire suppression and efforts on the Big Island because there's still some burning on the Big Island, not the one that not the one where. Anyway, I, that's not the one that I wanted to play. But I mean, you hear this guy talk. He's so lazy in his speech. He's uh, so exhausted. I can barely talk and get the words out or anything. And if I have to talk and I get so tired and, and I'm just out of it and I just don't know. I don't know. Do you have the cut? There the is some movement, and I don't want to. I don't want to. Let me choose my words. There's some movement. There's been a response from the. Uh, the, the there's been a response from the opposition, but. Um, it, it, yes, I'm sorry, from Hamas, but it seems to be uh, a little over the top. We're not sure where it is. There's a continuing negotiation right now. He doesn't remember the name Hamas, the terror group Hamas, and he's the president of the United States. Now, the day before, he talks about a conversation he had with Francois Mitterrand. The only problem with, with that is the former French president has been dead for 27 years. Listen. You know, right, right, right after I was elected, I went to a, what they call a G7 meeting, all the NATO leaders. And it was in it was in the south of England, and I sat down and I said, "America's back." And Mitterrand from Germany, I mean from France, looked at me and said, uh, "said You know, what? Why? How, how long are you back for?" Oh, my gosh. 800-941-SEAN, our number. You want to be a part of the program. A lot of ground to cover. I know the immigration is in the forefront of people's minds. We'll hit it hard. Later on, Bill O'Reilly will join us. We'll have the latest on the border. The administration, we know they want us taxed to the brink. By the way, Trump tax cuts expire in 25. You think Joe's going to renew them? I wouldn't think so. Uh, If he's elected, God forbid. Anyway, a lot of people are tired of being under the thumb of a potential digital dollar. Many hardworking, patriotic Americans, they want to diversify their savings. I'm doing the same. I've been doing it since I've been able to save any money, and that's investing in precious metals like gold and silver. Uh, I recently did a deal with Gold Co., and I'm glad that I did, just like I've been glad that I've done it all the years that I've been able to save a little bit of money, and then now more money. Anyway, Gold Co. is a seven-time Inc. 5,000 winner. They placed over $2.5 billion in gold and silver. Look, they'll give you all the information you could ever want so you're an informed purchaser. Right now, they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver, but only while supplies last. Just uh, give them a call at Gold Co., and they'll tell you how to get started. 855-815-GOLD. Tell them I sent you to see if you qualify for the up to $10,000 in bonus silver. It's a first-come, first-served basis. Anyway, call my friends. I'm a customer. Call Gold Co. today at 855-815-GOLD, 855-815-GOLD.